Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Chicago's best Bears coverage. Go Bears. Go Bears. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. I do think he has the support of his teammates. Why would you not be rooting for him to succeed? And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. I don't mean to psychoanalyze this stuff, but this is what we do in Chicago. This is what we do with our quarterbacks, and this is the biggest story in town. Here they are, the Adams, Hogan Johns. Oh, boy. Here we are, the free agency window that we've been talking about for a while. And absent a huge trade, this is what we've warned you about. Can I tell you how genius this three-day negotiating window really is, though? Like, I, I, I get, like, it's not tampering whatsoever, but what the NFL has done, Adam, is created non-stop news for itself for three to four consecutive days, right? Starting on like a Monday. Like just dominating the sports world. Like the coverage, ESPN, NFL Network, us. Looking back at it, you know, it's it's designed to, to not have tampering, which we all know exists. But what it really is, is them controlling the sports news cycle. It's actually quite genius. Well, of course. They do that all year now. It's amazing. But now they've taken over March Madness. I haven't even looked at a bracket since Yeah, Sunday. same. Same. It's insane. And I, I used to like sit there for days breaking down the NCAA tournament. I, I, oh, but that is not why you came here. You came here to, to have us now talk about the, uh, the Bears' lack of activity, which is not surprising at all. This is the, I, I'm, I, I'm admittedly conflicted this morning, Johnsy, as we record. Uh, first of all, we are doing it this at the risk of a move happening, which could happen. And um, yeah, you'll probably see us looking down at our phones quite a bit during this if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, but but see, like he, he, absent of, uh, you know, a massive trade here that happens today. My whatever I say about Andy Dalton or whoever in this podcast, it applies whether they've signed him or not. Okay, so we're gonna talk. So maybe a move has been made by the time you're listening to I'm this. I'm guessing it's not gonna be glowing, but okay. Right. I, I think the analysis. This is why we're debating whether or not to even do a pod or wait. And it's just like let's get this out there because it applies either way. Um, but this is this is what we've talked about really since October. When we've talked about Mitch Trubisky entering free agency and who's better than Mitch, we're already at the spot. It's Tuesday morning as we record. The best free agent quarterback available is Mitchell Trubisky. And you cannot convince me otherwise. It's not Andy Dalton. It's not Alex Smith. Are you sure? It's not. Are you sure? (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. 
It's not Jacoby Brissett. I have seen all these quarterbacks play for years. And yet, at the same time, it can also be true that Mitchell Trubisky doesn't make sense for the Bears because we've seen it, and you know it's not the op- the best option. So, I-, I don't know. Maybe signing one of these I other guys. I would say that the Bears don't make sense for Mitchell Trubisky. Exactly. I- I'm yes. Like we- if I'm him, I'm out. I'm gone. See ya. We- See ya, man. We- yeah, I-, I totally agree. Thanks like, for we- the pick, Ryan. I'm out. But it still Francisco looks nice. But the fact that Mitchell's still the best guy. Just shows you the Bears are screwed. Unless they pull off a trade. So that's where, when we start talking about Andy Dalton here and the news that the Bears are, I mean, Mike Garofolos, I just watched this most, the, the most depressing five minute NFL network segment I've ever seen on the Chicago Bears uh, about 30 minutes ago, Johns. And they're all in on Andy Dalton. It's not so much the Andy Dalton idea as much as what it means in terms of. Who else they might be... Like, Andy Dalton's not the only guy they're going to get. If that's the case, at least I would hope not. I, I would think that maybe it indicates that they're going to try to swing big in the draft. But it does kind of take you out of a trade for Marcus Mariota, right? Something like that? It doesn't prohibit you from going after Wilson or Watson, or, or it shouldn't. It shouldn't stop you from taking a swing on the draft. I, 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 if, if I could play the... Devil's advocate here, or step in Ryan Pace's shoes a little bit. Okay. Obviously, he wants to add something to the quarterback position because he doesn't want to left doesn't want to be left empty-handed. And obviously, Andy Dalton makes sense because Bill Lazor's previous experience with him. I can understand if you want to have a competition between him and Nick Foles. Like if that's what you're left with because you can't make the trade for Wilson or Watson, and you can't move up in the draft for a Mac Jones or whatnot, and you're left with that. You got a competition. But Adam, that's a competition that nobody wins. They're the same guy. Maybe Andy Dalton might be a little bit better with the better track record in the regular season, but nobody wins that competition. The Bears don't get better with that. That's why I don't, I I just, I'm really, no matter how many different ways I look at this, I don't understand it. Whether or not they get him or not, just even the effort of going after him. What, What is it accomplishing? You already have Andy Dalton on your team. What are we doing here? Uh, okay, so Bill Lazor gets his guy, Andy Dalton. Matt Nagy's got his guy, Nick Foles. Uh, John D. <laughs> Filippo, a trade for Gardner Minshew, get his guy. And then oh, Pace, maybe bring man. Mitchell Trubisky back. Pace can have his guy, and then just, just let we, that all we, work we, out. We got the quarterback version of the kicking derby all over again at Hallis Hall. I mean, at this point, you might as well do that. Well, I don't well. know. Does Chris Tabor get a guy? Who's Chris Tabor's quarterback? Well, Pat O'Donnell has a perfect pass rating. I, st- I still believe in his NFL career. Never his touchdown pass to Benny Cunningham. <laughs> is, pa- is Pat O'Donnell the best quarterback on the Bears roster? I, I, I get the the idea of wanting to add somebody and not being left empty-handed in free agency here. I get the I, I get the the cap concerns. I do, but this just reminds me of the quarterback purgatory that the Bears were in in the early 2000s, where you just had guy after guy after guy. You remember that? After yep. they, tw- a, 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 20 years from now, there's going to be a new uh, sports website, and they're going to do a, uh, a month-long <laughs> look at the Bears quarterback history of 2020. <laughs> so that but, happened. Like I did the Jim uh, Miller story. He was part of that. Right, that was yep. a team with some good defensive players, just like the Bears are today. There was a team 
They had a they took a big swing on a quarterback in the first round in Cade McNown. And missed. Now Mitch Trubisky is significantly better than Cade McNown. Better career. He's gonna get another chance somewhere. But if they sign Andy Dalton, and again, this is me talking at 10.22 a.m. on Tuesday morning. If they do it, it just reminds me of those years where you're stuck in quarterback purgatory and you're adding veteran after veteran after veteran in hopes of striking gold for a year or two. The Bears did at times back then, but it's quarterback hell, Adam. It's quarterback hell. Forget purgatory. It's quarterback hell. Let's bring in our producer, Kent Garrison, because he's our uh, resident Dallas Cowboys expert. So he saw every snap that Andy Dalton <laughs> had last year. I, 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 had the, what, I had the pleasure of it, yeah. What, what, what could the Bears possibly be looking at here? You know, it's tough because, you know, you talk about, and you guys have talked about a lot on the podcast, raising the ceiling of the quarterback position for the Chicago Bears, and that's what's desperately needed. Um I don't see how Andy Dalton does that. I'm with you guys. Um, I watched Andy Dalton in college. I went to TCU, a big TCU fan. Watched him at the Rose Bowl. Hogue, you covered that game uh, with Wisconsin. You've seen Andy Dalton at his best. Uh, And he's a guy who can competently run an offense. Uh, And that's about the ceiling. Um, And you look at a team like the Dallas Cowboys and – and kind of what they did towards the end of the season and, and when he came on strong, probably when some teams like the Bears started to look at him as an option for next season. And you look at the weapons that he had around him in Dallas, right? Unless the Chicago Bears are, are going to go pick up a Kyle Pitts or a Jamar Chase in this draft and really surround Andy Dalton with the kinds of weapons he needs to be a successful quarterback and, and make a playoff run, I don't see him being any better of an option than Nick Foles. In fact, I see Nick Foles being a better option because of the playoff experience and playoff wins in Super Bowl win. You look at Andy Dalton's playoff experience, four playoff losses, 0-4, one touchdown, and six picks in the playoffs. And so if you're looking at a guy who's like, oh, if we get in, this is the guy that can take us there. I don't see how that's Andy Dalton. It doesn't make sense for the Bears in that regard. It makes big sense for Andy Dalton. Which we said on our Cowboys podcast, we expect Andy Dalton to test the market. If there's a team out there willing to let him compete to be the starter, then he's going to do that. He's going to take that opportunity. And and it might be Foles versus Dalton in training camp. And, and Andy Dalton will roll the dice on that, sure. But I don't see how this helps the Bears in any way. And uh, maybe if they move on from Foles, they draft a guy. Dalton's a, a better backup than Foles. I can see that as they're thinking. But yeah, I don't see this as as a good option if, if Andy Dalton's the plan for the next season for the Bears. Run in offense. Didn't we hear the same thing about Nick Foles, Adam? Like, yeah. he could be competent in, in, in this offense, and it'll function the way it's supposed to function now that Nick Foles is here, given his experience, given his connection to Matt Nagy, all this. Like, but at least with Nick Foles, you could, sell, you could sell a Super Bowl MVP, at least with Nick Foles. But yeah. that was with everything being perfect. Like, what can you sell with Andy Dalton? Made the playoffs and kept losing in the playoffs. You know what the plan is, Adam? Just occurred to me talking to Kent. Andy Dalton is going to be a regular season starter. And then if they make the playoffs, Nick Foles gets the ball. That's the plan. (laughs) Two quarterbacks. We knew the Bears might be in this position if if it came down to it. Um, That's not what I'm surprised about. I just assume that if they were not making a big move right away, there would be more silence. 
they wouldn't be in on Jameis Winston. They wouldn't be all in on Andy Dalton. Like, is I, I don't know. Is this all smoke? Because that's another thing Ryan Pace does. Teams also use the Bears or have used the Bears in the past to drive up price. It literally just happened with the Carson Wentz trade, right? Yes. Like the Bears were publicly used to drive up the price or try to attempt to try to drive up the price on the Carson Wentz trade, but the Bears are never in on it. So it's free agency. It's There's a lot of smoke. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual men's wear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box Watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan Johns polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to Roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. All right, so let's hypothetically say, I'm just trying to understand the thinking here. So you add Andy Dalton, then what? What does that mean for Nick Foles? You're rolling with them both? It's a competition, Adam, that nobody wins. No, you don't understand what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, I, I, Does that mean yeah, you're... Yeah. Are you moving Nick Foles? Are you moving Nick Foles? And who's taking Nick Foles? Exactly. exactly. Are you you're releasing stuck. him? You're stuck. You, you already brought in Nick Foles. You acquired Nick Foles for a fourth-round pick. Right, you or you gave up a fourth round pick to get Nick Foles, and you got what you got last year. Not only that, but you restructured his contract. This wasn't only one year swing at Nick Foles. This was a multi year attempt to get a, a win now quarterback in Nick Foles, and it failed miserably last year. So the Bears are still financially committed to him for 2021. Now it's not an enormous amount, but I can't imagine Andy Dalton's getting an enormous amount of money to come here either, right? Like what? What's his market really? Come on, what's his market really? It can't be significant. He was just a backup in Dallas and didn't play that well, just like Ken said. So <laughs> the Andy Dalton-Nick Foles duel coming to Lake Forest. Well, I guess the only optimism uh, is that I, if you look at what James Winston ended up getting or Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up getting, like clearly if the Bears were in on those guys, they weren't that in, right? Like they weren't. Spending a ton. There was a limit to how far they were going to go. You're telling me, though, like, okay, you can always move money around. The Bears just just did it to get under the salary cap, and they just re-signed Mario Edwards, Carlos Santos. Like, I said Carlos Santos. Cairo Santos. That's fine. So there's all. it's always fluid. It's always fluid. You still got this Kyle Fuller thing to to sort out. But But just because you can make the space doesn't mean that you – 
to just I sign know, it, I know, but everybody. Like, just, but, like, as an outside observer who has covered this team before Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace arrived in Lake Forest, I would think that a Ryan Fitzpatrick duel with Nick Foles would be more entertaining, more fruitful. Jameis Winston, for all the concerns about his interception rate a couple of years ago, for whatever, he would be more entertaining, more fruitful, more promising, provide more potential no. than what we're about to get with Andy Dalton, potentially get with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, right? Like, no. You're get you're, you're taking Andy Dalton over the contract that Jameis Winston just got. Now I understand no, no, I, like Jameis Winston does nothing for me. Jameis Winston, okay. Uh, first of all, let's not ignore all the off the field stuff. And I've never heard anything about the Bears liking Jameis Winston coming out of college. Even Marcus Mariota, you heard that last year. You could have gotten Jameis Winston. Didn't seem like they were in love you with passed. him then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have gotten Marcus Mariota, too, and they passed. So why is it all of a sudden now they're in on all these guys? Well, I think it's a sign of how desperate they are. It's just sad. I mean, that's kind of the... Like on a scale of one that... Yeah, the scale, on a scale of one to ten, their desperation is like a 12, right? Like, it's it's significant. They, they needed to add somebody, and... So if that's the case, and even the people who are reporting that the Seahawks aren't going to get rid of Russell Wilson say that they're still listening, and they can be blown away. So if you're that desperate, go that route. Blow them away. Get a real quarterback. The the pivoting, to use Ryan Pace's word, the pivoting that has to be done now after, say the Bears do sign Andy Dalton. So you now, now you got two quarterbacks under contract, Nick Foles and Andy Dalton. And now the Seahawks want to engage in real talks. Like in April, like I wrote about this on the Athletic on Monday. Like, just because they don't want to trade him right now when free agency opens, doesn't mean they don't want to trade him in April when things really get tenuous. The Jay Cutler trade is the perfect example. Denver didn't want to do it in 2009, and then they did in April of 2009, three weeks after free agency and a month before the draft. Like things change. So, say the Bears now have these two veteran quarterbacks under contract. And the Seahawks want to get serious about talks. Like, there's a lot of pivoting that needs to be done to get those other guys off your books now. Like, what do you do? Well, that that is exactly why I am just don't understand the Sandy Dalton stuff. Because again, what you just said, I was prepared for and totally agree with. Like a Russell Wilson trade could happen. Now, I wrote a column yesterday that they need to at least communicate better at the start of free agency how available Russell Wilson is. And unfortunately, going after Andy Dalton tells me he's not really available because what you just said, it it is possible in April. What does signing Andy Dalton do to help you? Like, I don't see any, nothing's connecting, obviously nothing's connecting here with me because if you're going to go after Russell Wilson, I don't understand how Andy Dalton being on the roster helps you when you already have Nick Foles. You have a veteran here, that's a, a, a capable backup. I mean, there's always an argument to have a capable backup. I understand that you want some certainty. It's mid-March. You don't know how this trade, all these trade 
proposals, all these trade scenarios are going to play out. You don't know how the draft is going to play out. The draft gets crazy, man. The draft gets crazy. Teams move up. They do reckless things for quarterbacks. We know that well. You want some certainty with your roster, especially at the most important position in sports. But like we've highlighted several times now on this show, they got the same dude. Well, and again, that that, that applies no matter what. Whether this happens or not. So again, if you listen to this later and they've made that signing or they've or Andy Dalton signed in San Francisco or something, like it's bewildering to me uh, that it even had to be had. And um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of stuck with it. I, I think where I like whether it's the interest in Jameis Winston or this interest for what it is right now in Andy Dalton. I want to reiterate this part. Part. It's the early 2000s all over again, man. It's those are the years of Shane Matthews, Jim Miller. It's Brian Greasy coming in. It's Cordell Stewart coming in. It's 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 all these different veteran quarterbacks coming in to try to make things work for a season or two. Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler. That was. Post Dirty Bird success. Remember the Dirty Bird? That was awesome. Oh yeah. Well, uh, that's where they're at. It's 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 a sad, sad reality that Chicagoans know too well. Bears fans worldwide know too well. And it doesn't mean that you can't still make a big swing in the draft, which has always been part of the equation. This whole Russell Wilson talk, I've said from the very start, I am not convinced they're going to trade him. But I do believe that the Bears have been exploring that stuff. No, they've definitely been. They've definitely had conversations with the Seahawks. And it doesn't mean that you still can't make a big swing in the draft, which has always been part of the equation for me. Like I, I, that's why I just I don't I don't get. So here's here's a, here is a smoke. I'll go back to that. Is this Trent Williams smoke? Are they are are they are they trying to present the Chicago Bears as a team? Willing to let's just upgrade at left tackle, make the offensive line better, and roll with Andy Dalton. And they're trying to throw somebody off their scent. It's like I understand the interest in, in Trent Williams, and that's real too. By the way, like where it goes, I don't know. How do you make that work? I, I, again, it's fluid, but the type of money he's said to be looking for and commanding and rightfully should get on the free agent market. Like at some point there's a limit in moving money around. Like it's destroying your franchise for two or three years. Now Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy may not be here, but yeah, but guess what? The rest of the fan base will be. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a crap way of looking at it. No, I'm dead serious. Like you can't just keep, because what's going to happen here, you keep moving all these contracts back and you never find the quarterback. You're going to be gone, and there's going to be a new GM and a new head coach, which is fine. Except the fans are going to be stuck with a team that's rebuilding for five years. See, now the Saints do this, and that's obviously where Ryan Pace and Joey Lane learned, right? Like the Saints do this all the time, but there's an. But they had Drew Brees. Yes, exactly. They had a Hall of Fame quarterback that allowed them to do that. Now Drew Brees' contract made things a little bit more difficult because of how overwhelming it could be in terms of its sheer size some years and there's only so many things you can do but you know you can only tack on 
so many void years to contracts to make these things work. Like, and I get the cap's going to go up next year or definitely two years with these TV contracts, but this is an aging team, and it's all a problem, Adam. It's all a problem, and I just don't see how spending more money on Andy Dalton solves things when you. <laughs> it is bewildering to a certain extent. Like I understand the certain philosophy behind it, but what, pa- what, part philosophy? Wait, what part of like, the philosophy? What part of the philosophy do you understand? Like I, like I understand the point, and you don't want to be left empty-handed because the unpredictability of free agent or the, the trade scenarios in the draft. Like you need some certainty in in your building. But what I, I what what does Andy what's certain about Andy Dalton? It, it's what I mean. No, it's just the guy. It's just the guy. You know, that's why you have I, a guy I brought already. up the conversation. Yeah, again, but you need more than this guy. It, it's Yeah, even if the Andy Dalton thing does happen. There's no way that could be their only move at quarterback. Oh, but I still feel like that. whatever the next move is, whatever the next don't move jinx is. Them. The, it's still going to be like, well, why is Andy Dalton on the roster, though? Right? I, I, I would seem to think that if they do sign Andy Dalton, again, now it's 1041 on Tuesday morning, if that does go down, that the draft becomes more of a priority because I, I think you would think that all conversations have been exhausted with the Seahawks. I don't think... The, the, the Texans are entertaining anything right now, but at least with the Seahawks, everything's been exhausted. Like, that's just it. There's no trade happening with Russell Wilson, which, you know, why would they want to trade him? That's what we've said on this podcast a couple times. But the draft would become an emphasis. But there's no certainty in that. It's unpredictable. So you got to get crazy. You got to get a bit reckless again. You got to move up. And so, <laughs> Adam, this is just... The more we, we talk ourselves in this, like I feel like we're talking in circles at this point, but that's just the Bears quarterback conundrum that we're in. It's all a cycle here, man. It's all a cycle until they find the guy. It's all a cycle. It's a bad cycle, too. All right. Well, I agree that we're kind of talking in circles here, but that's because it's it's hard to figure out the logic. Um, I guess my my question is, I, I agree that it doesn't uh, preclude the Bears from still pulling off a big trade or uh, moving up in the draft, something like that for sure. But does it take them out of a potential Gardner Minshew trade or Sam Darnold trade? Because all of those options right there are more attractive to me than signing Andy Dalton. So does signing Andy Dalton prevent them from doing any of those moves? Because if you were then to go make those moves, I still don't understand. I would say across the board, yes, yes, yes. Because obviously you're going to need that draft capital, right? Like you're going to need that potential draft capital for a Watson or a Wilson. You're going to need that draft capital to move up to get a Justin Fields or a Mac Jones. So yes, it's Andy Dalton. (laughs) It's it stinks, Bears fans. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, fun season coming up. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H O G E at Adam Johns, J A H N S. You can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com, Johnsy at TheAthletic.com slash Hogue Johns, which is where you should go to subscribe. 
if you are not subscribed to The Athletic. And uh, who knows? Maybe we have the Bears signed Andy Dalton columns up there. Maybe we don't. Maybe uh, maybe it doesn't happen. But uh, all free agency coverage still on those available platforms uh, for you. And, hey, check out our T-shirts, obviousshirts.com. Uh, we got our whole first collection up there, and uh, we encourage you to check out the T-shirts, uh, which benefit the 22Q Family Foundation. Uh, so thank you very much for your support there. Uh, what else? I don't know what else we have to promote besides uh, questionable quarterback moves. But, hey, we're still here. We're going to have more for you. Hey, maybe the next podcast will be um, you know, an emergency uplifting podcast instead of how this one went. But uh, obviously the first 24 hours or so of free agency, pretty much exactly as we're recording this now, Ugh. not very uplifting if you're a Chicago Bears fan. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Y'all stay Corona free, all right? And God bless. <laughs>